Welcome to the With Clarity and Purpose podcast with your host, Janet Borrego. Each week, I bring you an inspiring person or message to empower you to live life on your terms so you can be who you want to be, do what you are meant to do, and have the life you deserve to have. We will provide you with practical and cutting-edge approaches to continue getting clarity and direction on your path, mastering your mindset, and gaining confidence to tap into your inner wisdom so you can live on purpose. The biggest pitfall of communication is making assumptions. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about the love languages of communication. I titled this episode, The Love Languages of Communication, because let's be honest, we all appreciate the book, The Love Languages. We all appreciate that this book provides us a perspective on how we give and receive love. And by using these labels, we can understand each other better and we can be more effective at giving and receiving love. This also applies to communication. It is so important that we understand how people process communication, how they process thoughts, how they give and receive communication. And for this reason, today we are going to talk about the two love languages of communication. This is so important because the more you understand these two styles, the more you put an effort into making less assumptions. Assumptions are a way of our brain that our brain uses in order to bridge the gap in communication. If we don't understand something very well, then we start making assumptions. Now, the risk of making assumptions is that sometimes we make stories in our mind that may cap our potential. Sometimes those stories also cap the way we show up. And if we believe these stories, and if these stories are negative, then we start showing up in our relationships without being our authentic selves, without being transparent, without being there to really be present for the other person. Have you ever been in a conversation where you have a story running in your mind about this person and this person is just trying to connect, but for some reason you're just so involved in this story that you cannot pay attention to what that person is saying. And many times we just hold resentment because we are not understood, because we are not seen. Part of this life is taking responsibility for that change is taking responsibility to be empowered and to focus on the things we can control, to also take action on those things that we can also control. And the way we communicate, that's one of the main things we can control, the way we think, the way we feel, the things we believe. And even though we cannot control how other people are communicating, we can ask more questions. We can ask more questions when we fall in the trap of starting to assume things based on whatever they are telling you. I'm going to teach you today these two styles and they are going to be game changers. They have been game changers for me in my romantic relationship, in my business with my clients. 
they have been in my career to everywhere that I show up and I communicate. I try to be present and I try to be intentional, keeping in mind these two communication styles. I remember teaching these two concepts to a coaching client and she realized that the way she was communicating, it wasn't the way her husband was receiving that communication. And it wasn't also the way he was communicating to her. So just by understanding this and applying the concepts that I'm going to teach today, she was able to significantly improve her romantic relationship. It was such a beautiful transformation to see with a minor shift, with a simple shift. This is going to be easy to implement, which is so important to create this sustainable change. So let's get into it. Let's talk about the two love languages of communication. So people communicate, meaning that they speak, and they also listen, meaning that they receive information. These two styles apply to both speaking and listening. And let's start with speaking. There are two types of speakers when it comes to giving information, literal speakers and inferential speakers. Literal speakers are those people that tell you what they need. They are very direct. They tell you what they need. They don't leave usually gap for assumptions, okay? They just tell you, hey, I need a glass of water. An inferential speaker, they speak more indirectly. So instead of saying, can I get a glass of water or please give me a glass of water? They just say, I'm thirsty. Yeah, I'm very thirsty. And then even unconsciously, what they are waiting is for you to realize that they are thirsty and therefore they need a glass of water. If the person who is listening, it's a little listener, that person would never understand what they are meaning because the way that they are listening is little. And if the speaker is inferential, there is this gap of communication where the two of them cannot understand. This is not always the case, but many times what I've observed, even with myself, is that sometimes males tend to be not to generalize, but this is based on my observation, okay? Sometimes males tend to be more direct and literal, listening and speaking both. And sometimes women tend to be more inferential. I remember a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago, I was highly inferential until I realized that not everyone would understand what I mean because I haven't communicated directly what I mean. So I've transitioned from inferential to be more literal because literal, like I mentioned, doesn't give space for assumption. I need a glass of water. Okay, there is no doubt that you're asking for a glass of water. Okay, could you please give me a glass of water? That's even more direct. It's more action-oriented. I'm thirsty, which is usually how inferential speakers speak, right? They expect you to infer what they mean. Is not direct communication at all. I'm not saying one is better than other. What I'm saying is in order to be an effective communicator with your teams, clients, family members, your partner, the less gaps you leave in that communication and the less room for assumptions that you 
live the better, right? Because people are like, okay, this is what she's saying. Let's take action on it. The same applies for listeners. There are people that you tell them, oh my God, I'm so thirsty. And you're in their house and they're like, oh yeah, I was thirsty one hour ago. What a coincidence, right? So they're literally listening at everything you say without interpreting anything. And then an inferential listener would completely infer that person is asking for a glass of water. When it comes to listeners, the little listener, right? If you're a, a person who listens literally what a person says and your partner is an inferential speaker, you as a little listener, what you can practice more of is asking more questions. So if your partner tells you or your boss tells you or whoever tells you, oh my God, I'm really thirsty. You can ask that person, hey, are you telling me this because you want me to gain that information or however you would say it, right? Or are you telling me this because you want me to give you a glass of water? It is so simple, but it's so many times missed. The whole purpose of this episode, you as a communicator, is to understand that we all communicate differently. But when we take it to the bigger picture, there are speakers who are little and there are speakers who are inferential. There are listeners who are literal and there are listeners who are inferential. It doesn't matter which one you are. The first step is awareness. And the second step is to communicate in a way that leaves no room or at least little room for assumptions, right? If you are an inferential speaker, then try to be more direct with your communication because different people would interpret what you're saying differently. And not only that, your need or your want is not going to be met because you never directly communicated that. If you are an a literal listener, it is so important that you ask questions because you may have people in your team, you may have people in your romantic relationship, meaning a person, or unless you are with more people. Who knows? I respect every model of the world. But you may be surrounded by people that they don't communicate literally and you expect them to communicate literally. So what you need to do is to ask more questions to those people. Again, am I getting this information because you just want to communicate information or do you want me to do something about it? It is so important that one, you don't make assumptions and two, you ask more questions. So some simple action you can take as you move forward is start getting familiar with which style are you? Are you a little or inferential listener? Are you a little or inferential speaker? Based on this, do you need to ask more questions to get more clarification and assume less? Or do you need to speak more directly so you don't leave room for gaps in your communication and that you don't leave room for people assuming what you're saying? It is so interesting because I truly believe that communicating directly and with no gaps, it's a skill to be learned. This is something that the more I get into the personal development world, the more I invest my energy in making sure that I'm communicating directly, tactfully, 
and efficiently because it is a game changer, right? Whenever you make these assumptions, then there is something missing in the communication. And if you're not direct about what you want or about your thoughts or by asking questions, just trying to get clarification, many times this ends on resentment, misunderstanding, all of those things that we struggle when it comes to communication. So my question for you, you is, which one of these are you, inferential or listener? And what is the next step for you to become a better communicator? Maybe is, hey, I communicate directly. Sometimes I need to be more tactful in my communication because sometimes little speakers, they tend to be very direct, which is amazing. I'm also a very direct person. And there is a way that they can find more tact and more kindness in their communication. It doesn't mean that they need to be more indirect. It means that sometimes we need to choose our words in order to build rapport and influence while we are delivering a powerful message. Also, another step, get familiar with the people that are close to you. Your employees, if you're a business owner or you're a manager or you work with people, your partner, just go through this exercise and ask them, hey, which of the two styles are you? And what can we do in order to improve our communication based on what we know now? You can do this with every single person that you're close to or that you want to have a better communication with. Again, this is a game changer. If you take this information and you apply it to yourself first and then to others, I can guarantee you, you're never going to be the same in an amazing way in terms of how you communicate. You're going to be more effective, more influential, and there will be a lot less of misunderstandings because now you know what they mean and now they know what you mean. I hope this was helpful. If this was a super short episode, please share with your friends, your family. That's how we continue building this community of empowered individuals, teams, and everyone else who is listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have an amazing week. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening at With Clarity and Purpose. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Sharing is caring. Please share with your friends and family so we can continue building an empowered community together. I'll see you next week.